Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Sheila Zelensky Show. The show today is sponsored by EMP Shield. Do you know the head of the U.S. Military Central Command said a grid shutdown situation? It's not a question of if, but when. EMP Shield is the world's first whole home and vehicle EMP protection device tested at the nation's most renowned military certified testing centers. The EMP Shield surpassed all EMP testing standards. This is an amazing product. EMP Shield has models for your home, vehicle, generator, solar system, radio, RV, and even come in a portable travel and camping model. EMP Shield is scalable to any size you need, and installation is a breeze. There is no product on the market like it, which is why I put my name behind it. Because as you know, I only promote the best products, and EMP Shield, it is the best product in its class. Use the link below or code SHEELA to save $50 off each product. That's code SHEELA and save $50 off each product. Why EMP? Because it protects, period. I've invited Pastor Monty Mulkey back on the program. If you have not heard the show that we did last week, you have got to listen to it. It is entitled, What Your Anger May Be Hiding, Family of Origin Alcoholic Patterns. That is in the link below. That is an incredible show, but he mentioned something on the program, and I wanted to dig deeper into something, and he called it the curse of the vagabond. We got talking off air, and I really wanted him to come back, because I've got his booklet, The Curse of the Vagabond, and I thought, wow, this really goes hand in hand with that last show. So, without further ado, I want to welcome back Pastor Monty Mulkey from Western Colorado Church Deliverance. Monty, welcome back to the program. I'm going to hand you the mic, and you get into it. Throw me back when you're ready. Thank you, Sheila. Okay, so folks, we're going to look at the vagabond spirit today. And this is really a common spirit for many people to get deliverance on. Now, I enjoy doing messages like this that we can do mass deliverance on because it can set so many people free. And there's so many that have been devastated by this. It really grieves my heart. And part of this is tied into religious leaders of today that are so often implementing and opening doors for the spirit on congregations by the things they do, the way they live. And another reason we're doing this is because there's torment often with many people that they just can't seem to settle down in life. So that's one area we're going to look at. And actually, I've outlined about seven areas that the spirit can enter in. And particularly within a marriage relationship, if one of the spouses has a vagabond spirit, really causes relationship issues because they're always trying to to uh, move or leave, and there's the other one wants to settle down, and so quite often relationship issues with marriages are a lot of devastation with this spirit. I should give some definition. The Bible says that it means to wander, to move to and fro, to cause to wander aimlessly. Also means to take flight or to run. And we have done other messages on the spirit of the runner or the spirit of the quitter, where people are always quitting. And that's definitely not good in relationships. But let's look at seven areas how this spirit can enter. Number one, this could be a curse from God. And that's why we titled this. And if you have your Bible, follow me to Genesis chapter 4, verse 10. And we're looking at the story about Cain and Abel. And he said, what hast thou done? 
the voice of thy brother's blood crieth unto me from the ground, and now art thou cursed from the earth, which hath opened her mouth to receive thy brother's blood from thy hand. When thou tillest the ground, it shall not henceforth yield unto thee her strength. A fugitive and a vagabond shalt thou be in the earth. So here we have a curse from God causing this person to become a vagabond. And of course, this comes from murdering his brother. But if you remember in the New Testament, it talks, Jesus talked about, disciples talked about that if anyone has hatred in their heart toward their brother, then they have committed murder in their heart. So there's a chance that this spirit can get open door or the curse can come because of harboring hatred toward other people. In Genesis 4.14, a little bit further down, it reads, Behold, thou hast driven me out from this day from the face of the earth, and from thy face shall I be hid. I shall be a fugitive and a vagabond in the earth, and it shall come to pass that everyone that findeth me shall slay me. So here we see multiple complications coming upon a life such as murder, maybe abuse, uh, things of that sort, if you have the vagabond spirit or the curse of the vagabond. Numbers 32, verse 13 reads, The Lord's anger was kindled against Israel, and he made them to wander in the wilderness forty years until all the generation had done evil in the sight of the Lord, and they were consumed. Now, we could look at this and see that murmuring and complaining caused God to put a curse of the vagabond upon his people. And so often when we're doing deliverance on evil spirits, we like to get at at the root of it. How did this thing enter in? Where did it come from to see if we can alleviate that? And so this could be a place where a person may need to ask forgiveness of the Lord for murmuring and complaining. Similarly, Jeremiah 14.10, thus saith the Lord unto his people, thus have they loved to wander. They have not refrained their feet, therefore the Lord does not accept them. He will now remember their iniquity and visit their sins. Well, here we see that God says this is one of the characteristics of some of his people is that they like to wander and they haven't refrained their feet. You know, there comes a time when God wants us to stay established. He wants us to be faithful to something. And there are times when he has planted our feet someplace and he wants us to be faithful and stay there. No matter if we dislike it or we hate it, we need to plant our feet for the Lord. And here we see a, a rejection or abandonment coming from the Lord. Now, in doing deliverance, I've often found that people really do love to wander, especially people that have the spirits of arrested development, if they uh, don't want responsibility, any time a responsibility starts building in their life, they begin to get uh, wandering feet, so to say, and they're looking for an exit, and off they go. Jeremiah 49, verse 5 says, Behold, I will bring a fear upon thee, saith the Lord God of hosts, from all those that be about thee, and ye shall be driven out, every man right forth, and none shall gather up him that wandereth. This is kind of a bad place to be if you've already gotten a spirit of the vagabond or wandering that uh, uh, can cause you to, uh, similar to like the curse of the bastard, never be able to enter into the congregation or the things of the Lord. And also 
to have a fear, or this fear can mean fear, dread, or living in constant anxiety. You know, if you've moved 40 times in your life and your life is full of fear, then it might really help you in getting this curse broke off and receiving deliverance from this spirit. The book of Amos 8.12 says, They shall wander from sea to sea, from the north even to the east. They shall run to and fro, seek the word of the Lord, and shall not find it. And this goes right along with what I said in the last verse in Jeremiah 49, that people can't enter into the congregation of the Lord, and we call that the curse of the bastard or the curse of illegitimacy. Well, the vagabond spirit can also cause you to to run here and there, and if it causes you to not be faithful in small things, then you're not going to find the word of the Lord. God wants us to be faithful to little things or where it is that he's planted us and not just be running, trying to get away from things. Proverbs 21, verse 16 reads, The man that wanders out of the way of understanding shall remain in the congregation of the dead. You know, there are times that God sends people or books or something into our life to tell us something, and we don't want to hear it, and we close our ears, we kind of turn a deaf ear to it, as they say. And that's what this means to the man or woman that wanders out of the way of understanding. I don't want to hear. You're not telling me this. And so it says they shall remain in the congregation of the dead. Now, here's a way that vagabond is operating, not in physical location. It's not that you're running here or there, just that you're you're closing off your spiritual hearing, and you don't want to hear it. And so all of these kind of point, um, beginning with the curse from God for certain things like murder and hatred, but all these verses show that these things do happen to God's people. Now, the second section is where this is caused by the enemy, wandering or vagabond, or perhaps having another person mislead you. In Ezekiel 34, verse 2, It says, Son of man, prophesy against the shepherds of Israel. Prophesy, say unto them, Thus saith the Lord God unto the shepherds, Woe be to the shepherds of Israel that do feed themselves. Should not the shepherds feed the flock? You know, I think my number one email that I receive from people is that they're tired of going to church and not getting fed. Well, this section here in Ezekiel is talking to that pastor, that shepherd, whatever church you're going to. If they're not feeding the flock of God, he's he's telling them here, pay attention. You eat the fat, verse 3. You clothe yourself with the wool. You kill them that are fed, but you feed not the flock. The disease have you not strengthened. Neither have you healed that which was sick, neither have you bound up that which was broken, neither have you brought again that which was driven away. So there are shepherds that don't pray for healing. They don't do deliverance on their congregation. In fact, they end up actually driving the sheep away. Neither have you sought that which was lost, but with force and with cruelty have you ruled them. And they were scattered because there was no shepherd. And they became meat to all the beasts of the field when they were scattered. My sheep wandered throughout all the mountains and upon every hill. Yea, my flock was scattered upon the face of the earth. None did search or seek after them. Therefore, you shepherds, hear the word of the Lord. Now, here we see 
God's people becoming vagabonds or wandering as a result of going to the wrong church, wrong shepherds being misled or caused by the enemy. This can happen by deception of false leaders. And we also see this is the what happens to uh, children of God that don't have a pastor. I'll read it again to you. They were scattered because there was no shepherd. And this is sad, but there are many Christians today, they don't want a pastor. They don't want to be held accountable or faithful to a church or a shepherd. And consequently, they become more demonized. That is, they become meat to the beasts of the field. That is just what it says. The demons literally chew on you. So one of the first things that you you really do need to do is find a deliverance church with a deliverance pastor, one that can train you with understanding and give you insight and help you. In the book of Jude, this is talking about certain men that have crept into unawares into the church. Jude verse 4, and it says, raging waves of the sea, foaming out their own shame, wandering stars to whom is reserved the blackness of darkness forever. So here we get a look at people in ministry that are vagabonds or wandering. And we will look at this again in another section under religious spirits. And if you're, if you're sitting under uh, someone in ministry and they are a wanderer, then you will receive the same spirit. Deuteronomy 27, verse 18, this reads, Cursed be he that maketh the blind to wander out of the way, and all the people shall say amen. In fact, here's a curse God puts upon someone in causing them to become a vagabond. So there's many, many verses we're seeing here in the scripture about the vagabond. Psalm 107 Verse 40 says, He pours contempt upon princes and causes them to wander in the wilderness where there is no way. Matthew 23, 13, it reads, Woe unto you, scribes, Pharisees, hypocrites, for you shut up the kingdom of heaven against men. For you neither go in yourselves, neither suffer ye, or allowing ye them to enter in, to go in. So, again, you know, when you don't know how to enter into the kingdom of heaven, you end up being a vagabond wandering around trying to find the door to the kingdom of heaven. And of course, we have just the devil and his demons constantly trying to knock us off track. Psalm 56, beginning in verse 2, reads, My enemies would daily swallow me up, for they be many that fight against me. Oh, thou most high, what time I am afraid I will trust in thee. In God I will praise his word. In God I have put my trust. I will not fear what flesh can do unto me. Every day they rest my words. They twist them. All their thoughts against me are against me for evil. They gather themselves together. They hide themselves. They mark my steps when they wait for my soul. Shall they escape by iniquity? In thy anger cast down the people, O God. Thou tellest my wanderings. Put thou my tears in the bottle. Are they not in thy brook? When I cry unto thee, thou shalt make my enemies turn back. This I know, for God is for me. In God will I praise his word. In the Lord I will praise his word. Verse 13, for thou hast delivered my soul from death. Wilt thou not deliver my feet from failing, that I may walk before God in the light of the living? 
this verse kind of reflects on how the nature of the demons and what they do. And, you know, the enemy, again, they're always seeking to knock us off track, to get us uh, away from uh, the places that God would have us to be. I mean, I meet many people who say after a while, said, we tried to find you, we tried to get there, but the demons uh, uh, hid the way or they they uh, put things in my path and I've had a hard time getting here. And so demons will also cause you to try to turn you into a vagabond or wanderer. The third area, and this one's fairly important, this is another curse that actually can come from God and it's a curse for returning evil for good. Now, this also relates to one of the other areas, but perhaps this is a family line cursed where someone in your ancestry returned evil for good, and so the curse of the vagabond came. We read this in Psalm 109, verse 4 says, For my love, they are my adversaries, but I gave myself unto prayer, and they have rewarded me evil for good, hatred for my love. Set thou a wicked man over him, let Satan stand at his right hand. Verse 10 says, let his children be continually vagabonds and beg. Well, wait a minute. Well, what if you're one of the children and your life is a vagabond? Because your ancestors returned evil to somebody who was just trying to do good to them. You say, great, Pastor Minor, what do I do? Well, you can ask forgiveness for the sins of your fathers, and which we're going to look at further down. And if this is vagabond spirit has become because of sins of the fathers, we can confess those sins and break off the judgments and the iniquities, the transference of spirits, and then you can get free from this. But sometimes people, you know, are trying to get deliverance in spirit of vagabond and they don't know why, why am I not getting free? Well, it could because this thing is ancestral. It's going back to sins of your forefathers, like returning evil for good. The fourth area is in refusing God's call. Well, how many Christians, how many of us have done that? Lord, I don't want to do that. Can't make me do that, Lord. God says, well, watch me. Hosea 9.17 says, My God will cast them away because they did not hearken unto him, and they shall be wanderers among the nations. Well, have you been refusing the call of God? It's quite often I hear from people saying, you know, God called me into deliverance years ago, but, you know, it's not wasn't my idea of doing something exciting, you know, casting out demons the rest of my life. I didn't want to do it, so I ignored it. And if you ignore God long enough, you become a vagabond or open the door for this spirit, and you become a wanderer. Wanderer, vagabond, uh, same same thing. That's the fourth area that can let this in. Now, folks, as you're listening to me today, if I mention one of these areas and it just really stands out strong in your spirit, then just go to the Lord in prayer with it and say, Lord, forgive me for refusing your call or for returning evil for good or, or whatever, any one of these seven areas. Ask forgiveness and deal with it so that you can then get free from these spirits. Now, the fifth area I call sins of the fathers or ancestral transference, I guess. This is what I mean by this is you're going to get the same spirits that your ancestors had. Now, many of you know your ancestors. And if you have come from a nomadic ancestor, 
for example, in your lineage, if there were gypsies or uh, American Indians or even um, sometimes the, the Vikings or other things, they were vagabonds by life choice. That is, they never really settled down. They just wandered here and there. And so you could have got a vagabond spirit just because of your ancestral lineage. Numbers 1427 reads, How long shall I bear with this evil congregation which murmur against me? I have heard the murmurings of the children of Israel, which they murmur against me. Verse 28, Say unto them, As truly as I live, saith the Lord, as ye have spoken in my ears, so will I do to you. Your carcasses shall fall in the wilderness, and all that were numbered of you, doubtless you shall not come into the land, and your children shall wander in the wilderness forty years, and bear your whoredoms until your carcasses be wasted in the wilderness. So here in Numbers, the book of Numbers, we have a look of sins of the fathers, and because of their murmuring, complaining, not wanting to obey God, God said, fine, trip to the promised land is canceled. You could just stay in the wilderness. The term for wilderness actually means the abode of Satan. I mean, Christians wonder, why do I have so many problems? Well, let's start taking a look. Let's look at your ancestors. Did your ancestors not follow the Lord Jesus Christ? Well, here it says the the children of these people shall even wander in the abode of Satan, the wilderness, for 40 years. Well, hey, you know, that's like half a lifetime now. Time goes too fast. You don't have time to wander for 40 years. You need to get on track with the Lord, find out where you're supposed to be at, and get there and be there. So sins of the fathers definitely can open the door, bring a curse on your life, and cause you to be a vagabond or wanderer, and cause you to never enter into your promised land. And you're wondering, why am I never, Lord, where's this abundant life you said that we're to have? Why can't I have it? Meaning, why can't I enter into my promised land? Well, we start then with by asking forgiveness of the sins of the fathers. And you can pray a prayer sort of like this. Father, I ask forgiveness for the sins of my fill-in-the-blank, if you know it, my great-grandfather who refused to obey you. I ask forgiveness for that sin, Lord. And in Jesus' name, I break off the judgments, the iniquities, and the whoredoms that are influencing my life in Jesus' name. And I choose to come out from under this judgment, iniquity, whoredoms. And now in Jesus' name, I command every evil spirit, vagabond spirit, whoredom spirit, wandering spirit that has come into my life, I command you to get out in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Just keep repeating that prayer and then tell your demons to go and you'll start getting deliverance then on these areas. The sixth area is religious spirits. Turn with me to the book of Acts, Acts 19.13. And folks, I have seen this. I've encountered this at one time in doing uh, trying to establish Deliverance Church in a, in a different country, which I'm not going to say tonight, I ran across someone who was a vagabond deliverance worker. And we were trying to establish a Deliverance Church, and he was trying to, to steal all the people that were coming out of there. This verse reads, Then certain of the vagabond Jews, exorcists, took upon them to call over them which had evil spirits in the name of the Lord Jesus, saying, We adjure you by Jesus whom Paul preaches. 
Now, if you're looking at someone who's ministering deliverance and ask them where their home church is, ask them who their pastor is. If all they are are professional conference speakers, you might want to pay attention to because they could just be a vagabond exorcist, just going here and there. And I'll give you a clue. They're just in it for the money. They're mercenaries. They're not doing it because the Lord Jesus Christ said to do this. They're doing this for either recognition or for money. And they, they've never settled down. They should be busy building their own group, their own followers, their own people who can pray for them and keep them covered in prayer when they're doing deliverance. But here it's a spirit. Religious spirits can open the door for the vagabond spirit. And this is what they're called, the book of Acts, vagabond exorcists. And this would be one of those that said, well, Lord, haven't we done deliverance in your name? And God said, well, no, you were lawless. You were rebellious. Remember that rebellious live in a dry land. And then I, I always hear people say, well, Pastor Monty, what do you know about, you know, so-and-so, Dr. Smelfungus? They do deliverance too. And I say, no, they don't. They're a vagabond exorcist. All they do is wander here and there looking to see who they can prophesy over or how much money they can make or charge for doing deliverance. And if you already have a vagabond spirit, you're going to be easily deceived, having a simple spirit or a foolish spirit, and you're going to follow these vagabond exorcists, and you'll continually dwell in a dry land, and you will never, never enter into your promised land. Now, your promised land is the land of milk and honey, the land of freedom. And so we do need to take a look at who it is that we allow to teach us. 1 Timothy 5.13, Paul talks about this in another way. He talks about people that are always learning, never able to come about. He says, and where withal they learn to be idle, wandering from house to house, not only idle, but tattlers, also busybodies, speaking things which they ought not. So we call these things religious spirits. And they could say, well, we're ministering for Jesus. And yet they're just wandering from house to house. And they're just, a lot of times they're looking to see whose ministry can they take over. Somebody else started it and they want to they wanna come in and enter in. And pretty soon they're calling the shots. They've taken control and they pushed out the person who started the work. So watch out that you're not getting spirits transferred by religious spirits. All you have to do is take a look at their life. Are they themselves a vagabond? Are they on their sixth marriage? How many places have they moved from in their life? You know, if God calls people to start something, usually there's a place where they settle into it and they they work at that. There'll be a length of time. Now, this doesn't mean that God does call his people to move from time to time, but the vagabond or the wanderer is always moving, and they're trying to avoid responsibility. They're trying to avoid being found out. Uh, they don't want people to see what's inside them. And so if, uh, if the emotions get very strong, they're out of here. They're gone. The seventh area, this is what we often see with um, wrong desires of the heart. The person who's arrested, 
spirits of impatience or the person filled full of lust. They have desires. And often, see, the Bhagavan spirit makes him think, things aren't moving fast enough here. And you know what? The average deliverance work is about five to ten people. And for a person that's got a vagabond spirit to say, you know, this is too small, it's not growing, I'm out of here, I'm going to go look and find where the real spirit of the Lord is at, and they're impatient. Often, the divided heart, discontentment, lust for the fulfillment of unmet needs or wounds, and they're, they're just, they're on the prowl. Often we see this spirit, for example, they're wandering about. It's like, uh, take, for example, the lust to get married. Well, there's nobody here my age or nobody here I married, so I'm going to go to a different church. And the lust for marriage is causing them to wander. And so I've seen people leave a perfectly good deliverance church because they're burning in lust to get married. And we could say they are a vagabond just wandering here and there. 1 Timothy 5.11 says, The younger widows refuse, for when they have begun to have lust to wax wanton against Christ, they will marry, having damnation because they have cast off their first faith. Here it says they, they have basically they have a lust to get married, and so they're going from church to church to church to find the eligible millionaire bachelor or the good-looking one or whatever. Uh, people say first you marry for love and the second time you marry for money and the third time you marry for love again and on and on. Ecclesiastes 6.9 reads, Better is the sight of the eyes than the wandering of the desire. This is also vanity and vexation of the spirit. So this spirit of vagabond or wandering spirit causes people to to have lustful desires and they're, they're, they're always looking for something, discontent, restless. If you can uh, think about the the tribal gypsy, whatever, they get discontent and they could leave a perfectly good campground because they're bored and they start getting restless. Now, if you're married to <laughs> to somebody, uh, let's say your your spouse, the husband is is gets discontented or restless, pretty soon he's, I'm tired of this job. I'm never going to move up in it. So he's off, he's out the door, and he's looking for a new job. And the family, nothing ever grows, nothing ever gets established. Proverbs 27, 7 says, The full soul loathes a honeycomb, but to the hungry soul, every bitter thing is sweet. And as a bird that wanders from her nest, so is a man that wanders from his place. You know, th- this is describing people that chase after things. And they're looking, they're discontent, they're not satisfied with what they got. And sometimes we do need to search to find, but there are sometimes where we're just discontent with what God has already given us, so I'm going to go find something better. Job 15:12 reads, Why doth thy heart carry thee away, and what do thy eyes wink at, that thou turnest thy spirit away against God, and lettest such words go out of thy mouth? He wandereth abroad for bread, saying, Where is it? Folks, this is really important because this area of deliverance on the spirit, the curse of vagabond, can cause you to turn away from God, from the very thing, the only thing that can really help you or bring you into a promised land. Look at further on, verse 
28, and he dwelleth in desolate cities and in houses which no man inhabited, which are ready to become heaps. He shall not be rich, neither shall his substance continue, neither shall he prolong the, the perfection or the maturity therefore upon the earth. So the Christian here becomes compromised. The Christian here becomes uh, led against God, turns against God, and it was the heart, the desires of the heart that is carrying them away, such as lust for marriage or lust for money. This is a person that's always looking at getting rich quick, you know, and so they're there you uh, they run down to the dock waiting for their ship to come in, you know, that old story about the ship coming in and, and it comes in on a train instead and you miss it. God says you're going to continually miss it. You'll never be rich. Your substance will never grow and your house will become a, a heap. It'll cave in. And another verse, Habakkuk chapter 2, verse 5. This is a verse that we have put within the alcoholic package, the series, The Alcoholic Curse. And it's speaking about the patterns of alcohol. Yea, also, because he transgressed by wine, he is a proud man, neither keepeth at home. The alcoholic, if you're going to drink, you'll open the door for the vagabond spirit. Sooner or later, it will come in. And here it says, here's a husband that drinks, pride becomes an issue, and he can't stay at home. That means he becomes an infidel. He will not be faithful to the house. He will not be faithful to the wife. Maybe, he, maybe he'll be unfaithful sexually, unfaithful financially. Did you know that there's financial infidelity? And it says, who enlarges his desire as hell. That's another way of saying he's full of lust. And lust causes your eyes to wander. And as we were talking about under the desires, the spirit of lust and is as death and can never be satisfied, but gathers unto him all nations. The alcoholic is a controlling, dominating. So the vagabond spirit many times is part of the package of arrested development and alcoholism. And I'm going to encourage you that if you drink alcohol at all, to quit drinking. Order the series that we've done on, on alcohol, and you'll learn other things about the alcohol package, as well as sooner or later, if you drink, all of these spirits will come in. Where you become a vagabond, you will transgress, you won't stay at home, your lusts and desires cause you to roam and roam. And this is so common with the alcohol and the rest of development. He doesn't like to work for anybody. He hates being told what to do. He resents it. And so he seeks self-employment only because he wants to get away from somebody telling him how he's going to do things like, who are you to tell me to show up on time for work? And so they get easily bored. Maybe they're the thrill seeker and the desires, lusts, impatience is an attribute of a child of arrested development. And so these things may be the door of what opened the door for vagabond arrested development and wandering to come in. So recapping, we can look at other things that come with this discontentment, restless, fear, easily bored. The vagabond roots into the very center of your desires and it tweaks it. So instead of having a mature desire to settle down, you know, actually buy a house instead of renting a tiny house all your life. You settle down, you grow roots, and you build something. Building your own 
kingdom, your own empire, if I can put it that way, that you can pass on to your descendants. This should be your prayer. Psalm 119, verse 10. This is my last verse. It says, with my whole heart have I sought thee. Oh, let me not wander from thy commandments. So, folks, pray this. Lord, help me to grow up and mature. Deliver me from these evil spirits so that I don't wander from these. And if you pray that and break off these seventh areas, taking it to the Lord in prayer, you can clear out many any legal ground if it is there and get rid of these things. Okay, folks, and now we're going to go into some mass deliverance. And all you have to do is agree with me, follow along, tell the demons in your mind to come out, and then just take a deep breath and try to bring these things out. So, Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we come in your presence. Father, in Jesus' name, we ask forgiveness for any sins that we have committed that may have caused any curse of wandering to come from you, of murder, of hatred, of complaining, murmuring. Lord, forgive us for our sins in Jesus' name tonight, of refusing to listen to your call on our life, refusing your call. Lord, we ask forgiveness. And Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, I come against and break off any and all curse in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. We break off all curses of returning evil for good in Jesus' name. We come against all sins of the fathers, spirits of vagabond, of wandering because of ancestral curses, ancestral sins. Father, we ask forgiveness today for any sins of our ancestors or any transference of spirit because they were nomadic, because they wandered and never settled down. Any of our ancestors, Lord, that were gypsies or Native American Indians or any tribe that just wandered and never settled down. And I come against you, spirits. I command you to come out of God's people tonight. Take a deep breath, folks, and just start breathing them out. Every evil spirit of vagabond, come out now in Jesus' name. Wandering spirit, come out. Never settling down. Restless, discontent, easily bored, come out in Jesus' name. Religious spirit. Always looking for something bigger, better in Jesus' name. Religious wandering, religious spirits, vagabond exorcists come out in Jesus' name. Wandering from house to house, busybodies, lust for marriage, lust for finances, the spirit of lust that would cause you to wander come out in Jesus' name. All alcohol spirits, arrested development spirits come out. Manifest and go in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Tell them to go, people. Breathe them out. You demons, come out of God's people today in Jesus name come out your desires are enlarged as hell never satisfied always looking for something bigger better discontent come out come out of the desires of the heart come out of the heart discontentment I don't like what God's given me I want more come on come on all the lust spirits come out move move in Jesus name come out all the way out Father, we come against and break off any and all ungodly soul ties to vagabond exorcists or wandering pastors, wandering ministers in Jesus' name. I also come against all deception, easily misled, the simple spirit, naive spirit, come out in Jesus' name. Also come against being wounded 
from parents, parents that didn't love you unconditionally. They loved you with conditions. And so the first chance you had, you wanted out of the house. You wanted to run away, get as far away from authority as possible. Well, the spirit of running in Jesus' name, come out, come on right now, running away, quitting, trying to get away from authority in Jesus' name. Let's go. Come out, Father, and I ask for you to heal all parental wounds, all wounds from authority that have caused people to wander out of the way. Lord, heal those wounds so that your people can settle down in the place that you would have them to settle, to be fully free, to follow you, to obey your command, to walk or to stop or to stay or to go and not let the demons to make these decisions in Jesus' name. Every evil spirit today, come out right now in Jesus' name. I order you to go in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Father, in Jesus' name, I pray that you open up the door for your congregation, for your people. Father, bring them the pastors that they are to have in Jesus' name. Every Christian should have a pastor, Lord. Bring them the pastor, Father, that can lead them and equip them in the way that they should go tonight in Jesus' name. And set them free, Father, I ask in Jesus' name. I loose angels to go to every person that's listening and getting deliverance today, Father, with this message. I loose your angels to go and help them to get completely free and delivered from the spirit of wandering in Jesus' name. And Father, we thank you for your word. We thank you for this message. We thank you for all the deliverance that you have or you're going to give us from this area in Jesus' name. And we praise your name. Amen and amen. Amen. That was so good. Thank you so much, Pastor Monty. And we have a little announcement to make at the end of the month, the fall conference out there in Colorado. So please give out some information about that. I'm looking forward to this. And folks, let me tell you one reason that I'm so excited over this is because Sheila is going to be speaking at our next conference. We're all excited for the message that she's going to bring. That's one reason why I'm excited. And we've got a full lineup for you at this workshop. It's September 27th through the 29th. We'd love to have you come and enjoy this workshop with us beginning Friday morning. And we'll go all day Friday. Again, Saturday morning morning we start at 9. Sunday morning we'll start at 10. But Sheila will be with us as well as Carla Butad, Sharon, uh, and we have other guest speakers that are going to bring you very instructional messages. And guess what? I might even do a message or two. Many of these messages will help you and equip you in the battle. So go to our website if you'd like to see a flyer or download a registration form. Uh, We do charge a smaller registration fee for this. Many things happen at the workshop, and they will encourage you. They will build you up. We like to, if we can, do a workshop every three or four months. It recharges your spiritual battery, so you'll get to see how Deliverance Church operates and you'll meet new friends. And this is important because when you meet other people in deliverance, then you have other people that can pray for you. They will pray for you because they know how to pray deliverance. So it helps you to link in with the army, so to say. So if you can at all travel, I uh, I encourage you to look at your calendar, ask God to perform a miracle to give you the time off or whatever it takes. Get your motel room booked early and plan to come and join us. 
plan now, folks, and get out there because this is going to be a fantastic opportunity, like Monty said, to link up with other like-minded Christians. You will forge lifelong friends with your family, and it's really exciting. All Monty's information is up there on your screen right now. Monty, thank you so much for this teaching today. Such an incredible teaching, and we look forward to you coming back real soon. Okay. Hey, that sounds good. I'm always willing, and you just let me know when. So, Lord bless you, Sheila. Thanks for having me on. Folks, that was Pastor Monty Melke, WCCD.com. Get registered for the conference at the end of the month, and I will see you out there along with my good friend, Carla Butad, and many other amazing speakers. If you can get out there, come see us. This is going to be a life-changing weekend. Listen, if you have not done so, sign up for my e-alerts and stay in the loop with upcoming events, hot news, and amazing guests that are up and coming. Go to SheilaZelinsky.com, scroll down to the bottom, and you'll see subscribe now. Thank you for tuning into the program today. We'll see you real soon. Good night and God bless.